up, everybody? We are back. News Me TV. Episode 156. What? I know. That's like almost 157. So much episode, dude. So much episode left until we get there. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. I wrote this song, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he wrote this song, everybody. But everybody knows that. Let's give it up for Jeremy, everybody. He wrote this. Uh, something's giving off that buzzing noise. Can you hear it? I think it's the guitar. Yeah, it was. Right. We'll have to readjust sound check a little bit, I guess. Tomorrow. Nah. You're so disorganized when it comes to this stuff, doesn't no, it, Jeremy? No, I'm not. Welcome it's, to it's... the podcast. Jeremy back in the studio. For the, the third time. This is Jeremy's like third appearance. Trilogy. They say they like to say this is the third coming of uh, Jeremy. The coming of Jeremy. Coming three times in a row. <coughs> yeah, this is a... Oh, that sounded pretty fucked up. You have the, the same kind of concept uh, name as uh, the porno star, Ron Jeremy. He's uh he's one of my heroes. I was looking up your name though. You spell it different, right? Uh my parents spelt it differently. It's it's fucked up. Like I, I it's like my birth certificate has it spelt the same way, but my parents were just like it's be unique and R O M Y, right? R O M Y, not E M Y. So then I just I just started spelling it like that and That's where we are today. Yeah, that's where you showed up. Uh did does that say that on your ID? No. It says Jeremy? Jeremy. Like, the way it should be spelled. But I'm like, ah, it's just just too late, you know? It's a good, like, alias type thing, you know? Nobody needs to know who you are, but they can just be like, oh, well, let's look him up through Jeremy. But I've had had people call me Jeromey, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I shouldn't, like, give them shit, because they're they're reading it as is, so it's... That's kind of my, what I was doing, too, is, like... I was, I'm calling you Jeremy, but then I look at your Instagram, it's like, Jeremy. Duh, Jeremy. <laughs> Duh. <coughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Anyways, were you you weren't here last time, huh? Uh, I was here in January. Yeah, but that was in, towards uh, the great, late, amazing, tr- godlike figure that passed away, right? Anyway. Yeah. He, he died in um, September, I believe. Uh, he, he can correct me. Comments, go ahead and be like, you fucking piece of shit, wrong. But yeah, it was it was awful. This has been a really terrible year. You know who else died? I just found out like two hours ago. The guy from Friday, right? Yep. Tiny, yeah. tiny, yeah. And, you know, and I was like, fuck, you know, shit. And but isn't, so isn't, quick. isn't that inevitable of time? Like people well, that, especially people that we know now. According to life, people die, but it, it's still sucky. <laughs> That's never good. But. Especially with everybody, like, uh, like we know a lot of the people that are dying now, so it, it's a little bit more traumatic. But yeah, in January, Neil Pert died, and I was fucking, you know, I, I, I'm dabbling in drums, but so it was just like, you know, do you remember the first time you saw like Neil Pert, you know, doing some drum shit? Rush, like, it was cool because like the videos. You see his drum set, and it's it's not it, it's big, it's but it, it, it's not just because it's big. He's playing everywhere, you know. He's just insane, and so yeah, that was yeah. So when I heard he died, it was it was pretty fucked up. <laughs> That's always the the cool part too about like I guess more expansive drummers that have more of a unique style in trying to do things like that. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't know. There are drummers that just feel like as if I have a big uh, big drum set means I'm the better. No, you gotta yeah. be utilizing them, and I'm not nearly on that level yet. Be, you're practicing though. I am practicing. Cause I saw that you have an electric drum set, right? I do. And I do. How does that? How do you like that? Um, well, it's fun. It's definitely fun. I mean, that's that's a start, but I, I I'm still just kind of like bass snare <laughs> simple like simple practice regiments going and maybe on. a couple of little like you know but uh do you have a single bass pedal on it uh it's a single bass yeah yeah it is single mm-hmm. no. it's it was 250 bucks that's not bad but it's it's a good it's a good practice you know i i uh, I, I did try to dabble in drums when i was like in eighth grade uh, i was in band class but it was it's it, that's a whole different ballpark <laughs> you try to like Oh, fucking a! I can't read shit. I just, you know, when you're when you're like thirteen or fourteen, you're like, I want to like play that or I want to do this right away. But you do gotta practice. Yeah, that's the hardest part to really. I see your stories like every day. Like, have you practiced that meme? <coughs> those which, guys, which yeah. is funny. You got you. It's funny. It like makes a... sense too, because those guys, those guys are prodigies. So it makes those guys. It makes sense the level to get to that level. Mm-hmm. It, it's just sometimes you do you do got to practice all the time, and sometimes yeah. it's unfortunate because unfor- with I know us we're t- basically like regular people that have to go a nine to five life that have to get a job to sustain ourselves, mm-hmm. be able to like have money. So you have to set some time aside, and you still don't have this time to practice. Yeah, and unfortunately, when we we're growing up, we kind of slacked in learning the instrument. Like, when did you start learning to play guitar? I was 12. Really? Yeah. Damn, lucky bastard. I, I feel like we talked about, well, I mean, because uh, you're 30. Yeah. We're, we're three years off. I'm 27 now, but yeah. like it was, I was fortunate enough to, I, I feel like we talked about this on the last podcast, so comments are like, you already said this, you piece of shit. No, um, uh, yeah, I was about 11 or 12, and uh, my grandma had a guitar that was just kind of buried in our closet, and I... For, like, the first six months, I was just strumming. Like, yeah, I wrote that, you know. You saw me fucking around just being an idiot. But um, I was very passionate about it. And I, I, when you're 12 and you learn how to, like, restring, you know, stuff, and you, you teach yourself that stuff, you feel accomplished. Or, like, how to tune and you clean it up, you take care of it. It's, it's It becomes your, your baby a little yeah. bit. So it's, it's very important. And, of course... Yeah, I mean, like, give me, what were some of your first songs that you learned? Did, did you go in, like, I want to be a musician or I want to learn my favorite songs? Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, favorite songs. Yeah, because I just learned riffs. I learned a couple riffs when I started off playing. Like, uh, pretty much, probably one of the famous ones that everyone always learns is, like, Smoke on the Water. Yeah, mine was, like, Nothing Else Matters because it's those open. Okay. And then, but it's funny with Smoke on the Water, people kind of play it wrong. Yeah, because when I first played it, I played it as a power chord, and I started it on the E, E, like, you know, like, dun, 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 dun. But you you realize it's those middle strings. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's actually in a, it's not a fifth power chord. It's actually played in a perfect fourth, and it's actually Mm. played lower, like, yeah, and Technically, you should kind of finger pick it to get that really dirt, dirt. It's yeah. it's crazy, but and like same with Iron Man. Like Iron Man was always played on that. Like, well, kids when I was twelve, they were like, dah, like on the open string. Dah, yeah. dah, dah. But it's like you watch the video. I, I was kind of like, you've watched like guitar players like 
they're playing on this note, and it's like, okay, no, they're playing it up there. Like, it's, you got to kind of study it a little bit if you're really determined. That's one of the hardest ones I find with Buckethead. Like, his, his music is tabbed, and I find tab, tabs of it. So I, uh, there's this one song called Welcome to Buckethead Land, and I kind of know how to play it, but I play it off of what the tabs show me. Mm-hmm. But I've seen Buckethead live a few times. Oh, you've seen him? Okay. And, I, cool. and when he plays that song, it's nothing like that. He does, like, this other technique. And that's the beauty of the guitar, too, though, is because, like, E is all over the place. You can play the E note everywhere. Like, there's certain notes and stuff that are... There are simultaneously sounding the same but in two different spots yeah without a big difference like there's sometimes where you can go really high with an e and really low with an e but somewhere in the middle there are some e's that match another e where it's really indistinguishable oh yeah like if you're playing like the e chord up there the e chord there there's kind of like it depends on where you play it like uh if you're playing on the top string there's like that thicker it's a tone thing that like certain people will understand yeah you know so. Just depends on how you hear it. Mm-hmm. But music is weird in general. I love music. And I think... music will never die, in my opinion. So. Do you think it'll be uh, what is the word I'm looking for? What is the word I'm looking for? Like more censored. Like you think more people will actually make music where it's not as vulgar and violent and disgusting and angry. And... I, I feel like it's it already has been like that. There's and... no there's no stopping it. But then there's going to be the bands that are like, that shit, you know, we're going to do what we can. You know, like those uh, those uh, little warning, some of the parental advisory things. You know the whole story about that, yeah, right? Yeah, the Gore and shit like that. Yeah, like... The PMRC. And most of the bands that had to, like, go through that, you know, they were like, hey, your album has, like, cuss words and sex and all that drug shit. Like, we have to put a little warning label. And they, they were actually kind of excited. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck yeah, put that on there. You know, people are gonna buy it. Like it's it's awesome. Like makes more sense. Like, oh, this is people will buy it if they're like, hey, parents, this has bad words in it. Look it has... at this, parents. Mm-hmm. So I, you can't really stop it. I don't think you can. And if you could, it's I don't think you can honestly. But that's me right now. No, I get you. Uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We'll see what happens. You see it now. The way culture centers people in like council culture. You know, like TV shows and people like on Twitter and shit like that. Uh, like, do you not? What if that leaks into more of like music and stuff like that? That's what I'm kind of scared of. Is like, oh my god, I can't believe they made a song that says Nazi punk. I love it twenty million times. Like, I the, there is an, a point of freedom of expression and freedom of speech, but is it only viable through music? Like, what happened to just being able to go out there and talk or being able to? debate people with these different ideas and now now it's a problem now it's actually oh you shouldn't be saying that stuff um, i don't know it's weird no that's that's a good question it's a good topic to bring up but it's 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 too t- it's, you can't be afraid you know like people might hate you you know when you put out something that's deemed offensive and stuff but maybe years from now they'll be like oh yeah this guy was everyone hated him you know back then you know right now we're how do I say it? It's you got to just do you. I, I, it sounds so simple, but if people get offended, it, they're just they're just you know. <laughs> it's it's a sensitive topic, that but it, it needs to be addressed. I'm glad that we're talking about it, but it's, it's yeah. Like I said, like uh, 
if music is still this free ground of like say whatever you want however you want it kind of should be bleeded out to everything in in politics and life and tv media like we should be able to watch tv shows that are fucked up or stand-up comedy shouldn't be mm-hmm. something that's segregated in a way too like oh <clears throat> you can't say that stuff and shit like that i don't think there should be rules on that but that's just that's where i go <coughs> you're not if, if you water it down people are gonna be like oh that sucked but you're a person that's not actually easily offended either like you don't get hurt for every little thing you're not trying to like get like you don't even see that i don't i mean i see you're i mean you're funny offensive like you know you, yeah you tr- in that sense but you're not in a way like oh blah 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 i hate this or, yeah don't say this because it might hurt my feelings but or hurts other people's feelings that i don't even hang out with but yeah you still care about i guess i really don't know <laughs> there's always going to be someone that's offended no matter what even if it's allowed really someone's gonna just be offended and rant and yeah you're never gonna not deal with them <laughs> true so. contraband what is up thank you for joining the chat uh there will never be another uh gur n word uh oh the n word the f g word and massage I don't think I'm reading that correctly. Yeah, I was gonna say what what was that English? <laughs> are you speak human? Are you giving me shit? I'm dyslexic, okay. Hey, you just admitted that. <laughs> Let's see, there will never... There will never be another GNR. N-word. Guns N' Roses? N-words. F-G words. You might have to specify that. You want to try He did say Guns N' Roses. Okay, Guns N' Roses. There will never be another Guns N' Roses, N-words, F-G words, and misogyny. I disagree. <laughs> because... Uh, there's always going to be someone who's outs- outspoken and say what they feel like they need to say or want to say. Or I'm sorry, I mean, we're probably just reading the chat cor- incorrectly, but yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, there will never be another Guns N' Roses. We'll just stick with that part of the phrase. <laughs> yeah, the other words, I'm like, yeah, maybe you're going to stir up. But in, in, the, in that kind of sense, uh, uh, it just says G words, N words. If you're afraid to type them out, fair enough. But I don't know. I'm I'm very I'm I'm very confused. Contraband. I do appreciate you chatting with us though, but I don't ex- exactly understand exactly what we're what I'm trying to read here. I mean, uh, yeah, we're not gonna say them out loud if we even know what you're talking about. So. G word N words. I don't get it though. N word and G word. Yeah, because it says Guns and Roses, and then his next message says g word n word um, i can't type them i i know you can't type them so obviously they're the offensive words you can type them and we won't i'll be like oh no, we'll, we'll just that, look at the laptop and... i think it like says something on his end like hey you shouldn't be typing that kind of stuff or something in the comment section i don't know i've uh but i get what you're saying uh in the sense uh there will never be another guns and roses uh I think bands like that or music like that in general just kind of comes once in a blue moon. Like, I don't know. Have you ever heard of a band called Greta Van Fleet? I don't think I have. No? Oh. They, they literally sound like Led Zeppelin. Hmm. But they're 
like 20 year old guys like 19 20 year old kids I mean, they were 20 in their prime weren't they like, i know but that's crazy and... crazy to think about though in this time like right now in for them to be making music kind of like that yeah that's that they because they really that guy does sound like really like robert planty kind of ish mm-hmm. i don't want to say he sounds like him but he's going for that vibe and shit like that so i can see that there are bands that can try to bring back that kind of music sense but um what's another example like uh steel panther you ever heard of steel panther yes, I, I have, yeah. steel panthers kind of did that stuff where they brought back kind of the glam scene but in a funny kind of way but they mm-hmm. still brought it back where they were making music in like the really late times there goes coon what's up coon thank you for joining coon yeah coon n-i-g there he goes thank you for joining so what he likes to do is he actually likes to uh, spam. So if you type in any of these words like cute, funny, cool, or creative, a little thing pops up. That's that's what you keep hearing. So it'll show that when he types it. Yeah. Show when when I watch it, it'll still show that. Like yeah, like you'll see it in the comment section, and then you'll see it obviously pop up on the screen. Oh Thank you for joining though, Coon. What is up? We're talking just random stuff. And, music, and anything you know, that's coming musicians. to coming to stuff, yeah, talking about. I think I'm a musician. But... I mean, you've been playing since you were 12. Why wouldn't you consider yourself a musician? Unfortunately, we slack. Whatever, that's what we do. As long as you're admitting that you also kind of slack. I slack a lot. Dude. I slack a lot. I mean, it is, but you know, like, it is what it is. It but... makes it. It makes me sad though. It's nice when people compliment you, and you're like, yeah, you know, that's what I think that it. I mean, the compliments are cool, but I think that's what, in, how do I say it? It enables you, like, you know, when someone says, like, you're really good, cool, and you think about that for a couple of days when you should be fucking practicing. Yeah. It's just, but it's, it kind of, sometimes it does get to my head. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of playing a, an instrument or actually doing something that's that, like. Like, do you sing? Very little. I can, kind of, a little. Okay. I mean, I try. I, I. I mean, you know, but it's it's nice. It's so flattering when someone's like, "You have a really nice voice." Oh my god! Yeah. Or if it's a girl, it's like just because a girl says you have a nice voice doesn't mean they're gonna fucking strip down, rip off your clothes. So yeah, we could probably well maybe not as much. It hasn't happened a lot. Maybe like once in my life where I've actually gotten a chick because of my guitar. But it's not like it happens all the time. I know it's it's not a thing that like everybody gets done. But I can I can safely say that it's happened once before to well, that's, me. That's good. What, do you have like the applauding thing? No, really, that's that's awesome. <laughs> I'm happy to say that I did that. I did that one time, and she was hot too. Um, that's all I'm saying. She was hot. She's a, so she's it can happen. <laughs> she's a she's a she's a insta she's a OnlyFans model now. So <laughs> she's oh, she's, she's got herself somewhere good. Cheers, the man. Got got me there. Cheers on that one. Mm. Cheers, fuck face. Uh, anyways, uh, are you are you interested and ready for any new music coming out? Do you what, are you? Would you be excited if Metallica dropped a new album? Yeah, I mean, I'd listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you gotta listen to it at least once. You can't just like see it and just, and then just hate, like, it, on hate it. it. Yeah, because there's certain people that just like you know, like Tool released a new album, and I'm like, fuck Tool, and then. Uh, I know you you watch my stories. The, you know, System of a Down listed yeah. the two songs, but they were doing it purely for the, the Armenian culture. They were like, 
doing it to help them. It was they weren't getting money for yeah. it or anything, and that was. Uh, I just, I don't know if you, if you look back, I'll, I'll probably like resend them to you, but like, um, I, I had to do a reaction video. System of a Down is like one of my favorite fucking bands ever, but like, I had my wisdom teeth ripped out. Like, oh, yeah, like I do remember month. that, yeah. And I was just like, and then, uh, Pendeo, Irvin, <laughs> was just like, hey, System of a Down, two new songs. He sent them, and I thought he was fucking with me, but I was like woozy. So my reaction videos, my, my cheeks are all puffy, and I'm like, what? That's bad thing. Cool, man. And it was so cool. Like I just I and then I didn't waste time. I I learned the songs too. What is it? Grenada and something else? I can't remember. Genocidal humanoids and then protect the land. Protect the land. And I was getting some good vibes off those songs. Like, oh my god, this kind of reminds me of Mesmerize and Yeah. Their that... first album. It's just their debut one. Uh, there was I liked it. I liked it a lot. You thought there was some something going on there? Yeah, yeah. And after 15 years, it's like, holy shit. What can't they not make, though, and it'd be good? Because I love Scars on Broadway. Those I love that, that fucking band, too. I mean... They do awesome. Any of the solo projects that Surge has done, I've always been a part. Elect the Dead really blew my mind. Yeah. And that came out. And, uh, he's, done, he's done stuff with, like, Tech 9 and shit like the, that. With uh, Tom Morello. Yeah. The Night Watchman. You know, that, that's his alias. But like it's, yeah, they're they're just fantastic. Good they're, musicians. They're really awesome guys, and those two songs were awesome. But it was like being woozy. I'm gonna always remember that, like that. So I like that. There's that significant, the fact that I was like uncomfortable, like what? I'm woozy. I'm fucking my my teeth. I got four rip, teeth ripped out, and nooses. That's that's when you drop. Two new songs. <laughs> That's when it, but maybe it's like a sign from God. An omen, yeah. There you go. Um, it, was, it was good. I, I loved it, and yeah, of course I didn't. I didn't waste time learning them. So okay, here's here's a topic that I, I've always wanted to bring up with a musician friend. How do you feel about the concept of Kiss? So Kiss is a band that has makeup on, right? But now they've become a brand, so that they're everywhere and anywhere. Not only have they become a brand. They've actually become pretty much an infinite band that can just recycle themselves years and years out of adaptations. Gene Simmons can die, but guess what? They'll always be a demon. I, Paul uh, Stanley could I, die. I, I get what you say, you know, Peter Chris Cola. And, yeah, they've know, done um, they've done it so much, but. Gene Simmons has even come out and said that's their main plan is just to be able to live that legacy on like Gene Simmons is going to be in his 80s. He's he's getting up there. Is he he's not going to be able to do these shows, but he's going to endorse it so that somebody can make money for him to make these shows. How do you feel about that? I think they're geniuses. I I I mean like I will fucking back them up and you know people All right, cool. No, they are just you know what they say though? Shit. This uh, they call Gene, Gene Simmons something. If you do something smart, he's like a genius, a genius, Ge- genius. Oh That's so genius. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, it's so Did genius. You ever watch that Doctor? I mean, I don't know if you watch Doctor Phil or anything when it's on, but Gene Simmons was on Doctor Phil. I haven't. No. It's it's a good clip because like this, there's this cocky asshole guy who's he's a good musician. I've heard you know some of his stuff, but he's just. 
he's a fucking dickhead, you know, he uses women, he spends money, he's a fucking asshole, he, and then Dr. Phil brings Gene Simmons on to oh, the show. Oh, shit, I gotta see this. Gene Simmons actually gives him some good advice, and he's on his side, too, he's not just being a dick, he's like, hey, look, man, I get let it. me just, let me just let you know, I'm on your side here, you're good looking, you're a good musician, fuck yeah, but get a job, and he tells, he tells him, like, you know, his backstory, you know, and so Gene, uh, I fucking love Gene, I, I, you know, like, but the whole money fucking image thing, it's like, doesn't, doesn't everybody want that a little bit, <laughs> you can't just, I'm that, that's kind of like the, the fantasy, right? Yeah, so, um, and the fact that they do rock the fucking shit, they have some really powerful fucking riffs and stuff. When you can make a bass sound like an electric guitar, like Gene does, it's like God of Thunder is probably God of Thunder an, mm-hmm. uh, iconic song. That it's, intro is just and it's it's very influential. And the makeup, I'm like fucking a dude. Like who cares? They have an I. Actually, um, I think one Halloween I was Gene. When I was like fourteen, I I did with the Gene makeup, and then when I was like seventeen, I was Ace. Oh, dope! Yeah, we had a, th- a theme for my friends, and we were all did it. Yeah, we did it, and it was it was dope. It was like fucking. You know, I was like, hey, four people. Like, I I chose Ace because I played guitar, and and Ace is fucking just, just makes sense. Yeah, Paul Freely. Yeah. I think I only know their all of their real names because that fucking movie. What's that movie called? Detroit City. Yeah. Great movie, yeah. but it's I I know their names because of that, and it's. But you know the original band members, right? Original band members, right? Those are the original band members, and then they ended up switching. The, was it the drummer first? No, actually, it was the drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter, uh, no. Ace, it was either Ace or. I mean, let's let's face it. Paul and Gene are kind of the. Paul Stanley faces, yeah. you know that just. Fucking, yeah, I, I know there was one that they, and no, nobody noticed for a couple of years. They kind of just like, well, oh, just put makeup on some guy's face and no one's going to notice because he has the fucking, and he can shred. Yeah. So uh, I think, I think it was Ace. But when they took off the makeup, that's when they noticed mm-hmm. that the guitarist. But anyways. uh Look it up. <laughs> yeah. I remember, what's his name? I remember the other uh, drummer because my drummer that I used to play in the band with really liked the second drummer in Kiss, and his name was Eric Carr. Mm, so he okay. he really liked that. And guy. he wore the makeup when. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, people play. It's just a musician thing. So again, the best marketing scheme ever, right? Contraband. Contraband says it's like realize, realize Gene Simmons worked his butt off marketing Kiss brand, and then he's a marketing genius. It makes sense though. He's probably have. He really is. I mean, he is articulate when, like, he's talking and stuff because he can speak, like, a couple different languages. Well, there's this, uh, he was, yeah. uh, there's this documentary called Metal, A Headbanger's Journey. And I, I think I've seen that. Uh, it... Sam something is on it, and it's, a. Uh, he, like, goes to, he, there's, like, a chart of, like, a, like, a family tree of, like, heavy metal. Okay, so, like, he goes to, like, the 70s. Like he start he interviews like Ozzy and Gene and stuff and then different Gene's, people yeah but uh, Poison Bon Jovi and then yeah. he, and then he progressed uh, I think I might I know what you're talking about yeah uh, he and one of them though he interviewed uh, Ronnie James Dio and the crazy thing about it though is like he was talking about Gene Simmons and I <gasps> the, guess 
the, yeah, the devil horns mm-hmm. thing that he wants to say that he's one of the first ones, but Ronnie James was one of them too. But Gene Simmons actually, I, this is what uh, fucking Ronnie said that Gene Simmons actually patented the word OJ. Like the drink brand, when you say OJ, mm-hmm. the drink, Gene Simmons is going to get money for that because he patented it. And nobody did ever. Oh, wow. I know. That's so, again, genius of him. It's all imagine just like Rob Zombie, great at image, bad musician. Do you think that? Was that from the dude? It's from Contraband where he says, it's all image, just like Rob Zombie. Great image, bad musician. Disagree. Those, Rob Zombie's the... a fucking genius. <laughs> no, Rob Zombie's a fucking genius. Uh, I like his. I like Rob Zombie stuff too, like especially his earlier stuff. Uh not not just I mean as a filmmaker we can then you can kind of be like eh, some of his movies are on and image off. yeah that's well, as a gene, as a as a performer and a musician, musician he's a fucking technical master my you know, he's he's awesome dude. he's good like, ideas I've seen him twice and yeah every time is good teenage Nosferatu pussy have you heard that song it it, it came out like twenty thirteen. I mean, it's it's Rob Zombie. That's that's such a Rob Zombie title alone. But it's he's he's fantastic. His theatrics are just yeah. It makes you want to fucking yeah explode. In his movies, I don't really care for the Halloween movies. Maybe the first one was entertaining, but I mean that's the those are two separate things. But Rob Zombie no. As a musician wise, he's he's up there. He's fantastic. I think he's and good too. I think he's awesome and yeah, I disagree with <laughs> I'm trying to think of certain movies that aren't that great or musicians. From him? No. Oh well yeah. Rob Zombie is has some good movies too. I think he's sick. He's selling the brand lifestyle. Uh, contraband says he's selling a brand lifestyle. What? <laughs> uh like the scary image kind of thing? I'm not too sure. Um, but it's you know, like, are you surprised? <laughs> he's he's an insane person, but he's also he's Rob Zombie. He's Rob Zombie. You can't fucking question what he does. Even if it sucks, it's like he'll just move on to the next project. Okay. In my opinion, it's like okay, hit and miss. Just just let him do his thing. He's gonna do his thing no matter what. Do you hate know. him. You hate him. He's gonna just do something. Whatever. So I fucking love Rob Zombie. This drinks for Rob Zombie. How do you feel about uh, musicians going into the alcohol business? The like, alcohol business? Uh, I know recently, well, not recently, maybe like a couple months ago, Metallica just released a new whiskey called Blackened Whiskey. <laughs> have you heard of this? I, I have not heard of this. No, this is my reaction. Um, <laughs> they can. Uh, they you, have the ability. To let them do it. How do you feel about that? Would you drink it? Well, <laughs> It's me, dude. I mean, yeah. I still haven't tried fucking Dan Aykroyd's fucking vodka. The Skull Vodka. You know Dan Aykroyd, obviously. Yeah. But he has, like, his own vodka brand. Blackened. So, yeah. Blackened. Um, I'll definitely try it now that I... This is the first I'm hearing of it. Okay. So, yeah, I will definitely try it. Uh, Metallica, you can say what they want. but Well, they can say what they want. You can say what you want, but... I mean, seven point seven out of ten with this website, yeah, not bad. 
Uh, I'll have to look it up. You don't know? they have a, a beer too? Have you ever seen their beer? I don't really know what they do commercially. They do a lot of dang. Okay, so again, that's where that question comes <laughs> up. Well, how do you feel about their venture into the whole alcohol thing? Do you think it's another alcoholica? Come on, let them do what they want. Okay, but so does Slipknot. Slipknot does that too. They have a beer out there for Slipknot. M- M- I, Megadeth. You're gonna have to give me a list of fucking. Uh, well, you've known about the Iron Maiden beer, right? The Trooper. No. W- what? No. How have you never heard of these? You're you, this what you drink all the time, all the time. Anyways, there is a bunch of there is a bunch of uh, drinks from. Uh, I'm not surprised. Bands that are okay. doing that, yeah. But I didn't know. I didn't know how how you felt about it or if you even knew about it. I mean, it's like if they're still just. I mean, Metallica had a calendar, so it was just like. Every month, you will really want to see Kurt Hammett just being like, whatever, like every couple months and shit. Just like, not really, I probably wouldn't buy it, but they're commercialized. Is that even a word? But Maynard, see, yeah, Maynard James has a winery. Mm. I think he's mentioned that a few times on Joe Rogan. Big Bad Don, what is up? Thank you for joining. He's in the comments right now. Tool. Perfect circle. Yeah. Okay. Maynard. What do you like better? Do you like either either or? I uh, tool I fan. I'm just gonna be like tool. I mean, not because I, I I hate. I just really haven't really. I'm just kidding. I don't. They're both pretty good too. But I like the perfect. Circle I, I know. Thing. I've heard. I've heard like the first album. <laughs> that was like back in when I was like in eighth grade again. You know, like I think that was like a. Cody, what's up? Thank you for joining. He says hello, guys. Hello to you. Cheers to everyone in the comments. Thank you for joining. You guys are awesome. We're actually going to jam out here in a little bit. Uh, Jeremy's actually going to show us some some of his, uh, uh, I guess you could say, riffs that you've always wor- worked on. Stuff that you like, music that you've always... Melodies, riffs. Um, again, you know, like we mentioned, you can rewind. I've been playing since I was 12. And we'll go over some riffs that we first learned back in the day. Well, uh, that... Can you play some riffs back in the day? Some of the first riffs that you've ever learned? <laughs> do you want to play them the way I played them? Both. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Just um, but then, like, when I was 16, maybe 17, I was actually, like, coming up with stuff. So. Writing music. And I'm 27, so it's just like... Are you trying to say you have 10 years of material? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying. He's promoting, guys. Get ready oh. for his album that he's about to drop. Fuck you. Fuck, um, fuck, fuck. We've recorded... Um, 10 LPs. Well, even <laughs> even then, that's good. That's not bad at all. Um, that's my whole life force just in fucking... Some of the riffs are... I, I like them. What? You gotta be confident with yourself. You can't just like depend on like, oh my god, I hope Angel likes them. <laughs> that's that's good mentality to have. I think they're good. You don't think they're good? Fuck yeah. Yeah, you made them for yourself. I did, and that was the whole point. Like I'm 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 feeling them, and you know, um, I, I are you ever bothered by bands? I don't, I don't know. I can't really think of any examples that like jump. They start a band, and they're like, we gotta be punk. That that's our that's our genre. We gotta be punk. We gotta be metalcore. We gotta be fucking gen. It's like just play what you want, man. If if your riff happen to sound happens to sound you know punky, 
just just fucking put it out there. Yeah. That's really like my opinion. So like you might hear different like whoa, that sounds way different from the one you just played. And so just yeah. That's cool. That's it, really all it is. Like I just play whatever the fuck I want. It makes sense. I mean that's that's technically what being a musician is all about. Like yeah. when you start making up music and stuff, it it's kind of comes up to a feeling at that point. Whatever you like, whatever sounds mm-hmm. good. Because just... when you force it, you're like, I wanna try and be like fucking trivium or you know, like kill switch. You know, like you you know, you don't wanna fucking you can't force it. You can't. Yeah. Because then you're just struggling, you're freaking out and shit. But if you come up with something that like, hey, I'm coming up with this right now, it's 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 awesome. With the guitar and stuff, have you kind of been working on like more stuff or you've been working on your drums more? Could, uh <laughs> No. No. Well, uh because like uh last year I came up with a couple riffs in, in the beginning of the year beginning and then just kind of just whatever and the just drums it off yeah yeah lazy okay i'm lazy sometimes i'm right fucking right but uh i think they're good i think they're good the two riffs i came up with last year um i is he still here is this asshole still here no no urban who's been on here does a lot of the recording and he's fantastic sometimes <laughs> but uh he's a, and it's a learning process for him too yeah so. it's a learning process for everybody it's you're constantly that's the good thing about being a musician or learning how to play an instrument you never stop learning yeah you can't stop learning the moment you no you shouldn't say like i've learned everything i'm good no that's not you can't do that yeah that's when you should be like i need to learn more gotta always teach yourself and good but uh if you were to see like his arsenal i do i i have recorded a lot on his laptop and he's recorded some of his beats and yeah some of (laughs) some of the names you hear them uh it's funny like there was one there's one riff that like i came up with that he said jeremy's emo ass depressing song (laughs) and i'm like I wasn't even sad when they came up with that. I was actually really happy about life when I like made it up, and it just sounded melodic and just sort of like, yeah, that's that's cool, but not depressing. Not depressing, but it sounded. It's like, oh, emo fucking guys are gonna jack off to this song. I was like, okay, that's on them. They can do whatever the fuck they want. That's the music they played. But no, uh, no the british know here but uh yeah music is just it really is life music is life i uh, that's actually pretty true because i mean how do you not understand like technically i feel the first even signs of music is like rhythmic heartbeats and stuff like that like even being able to hear your rhythmic heartbeat inside the womb when you're a baby and stuff like that it's funny you mentioned that because even like a couple years before i started playing guitar i would have, did you do this? Like, I don't know. Have you ever, like, came up, come up with riffs in your head that you're, like, humming and, like... Yeah. And then, like, you rep, you emulate them on the guitar and try to do something. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny because you're like, wow, I was thinking about this riff for a couple years and stuff. And you, you end up playing it and you're like, what the fuck? 
and that's always hard too to the i've always found it hard to actually like play something that i've been thinking about because it's kind of like you have to kind of transition it into a different thing too because you're like it doesn't sound like how i want to play it or i'm not kind of playing it the right way or i don't know there's kind of some blocks like that mental blocks for me when i try to do it too yeah yeah but I mean, I don't know. I've actually need to. I've I've been slacking in my music writing. I haven't been writing any music in a while, but the practice is pretty regular. I try to practice all the time, and it's just same basic shit like chord patterns, some now, scales. Now you were uh, you were mentioning when you say you you sing a little bit. Let's, let's bring it on the open. Are you, is there like an inst? I mean, no, because I'll, I'll be honest. I was practicing singing when I was like in eighth grade. The same time, have you done it? Yeah. Like in front of people. Yeah. It's it's insane. Like I don't know. There's always like this nervous thing about it, but like I don't know what I'm trying to ask here. But my badass. Yes, I am. Okay, yeah, you know, that's exactly what I was asking. I've done it, I've done it all. Uh, I've even done, Well, you got laid before, so fucking A. Don't make it sound too bad, Jesus. Um, There's a, yeah, there's just just been some times where I feel the genre of music that I'm really good at singing is alternative rock. Like, like Red Hot Chili Peppers or fucking Queens of the Stone Age or fucking shit like that. I don't know why, I'm just really good at singing it though. But I do love... Uh, just the vocal ranges of so many different aspects of music. Uh, one of my favorite vocalists is Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar is the nicest guy ever, ever, ever. Yeah. We even talked about it when Van Halen died. Like, Sammy Hagar, if you've watched, like, his interviews in the last few years, he's, he's just wanted closure with Van Halen. I don't know what the fuck happened with them, but... You know, even when Van Halen died, I was just like, ah, yeah, he was he was kind of a dick. But that still sucks. Yeah. That like, come on, it's fucking Van Halen. You know, you, you know, it's, it's not one of those names you just say Van Halen. You got to scream it a little bit, like Metallica. But he, out of all the interviews I've heard in the, in like the last ten years, Sammy Hagar has only wanted to just he doesn't even he never even wanted to make music with Van Halen again. He's like, let's just be friends. Let's just hang out and just talk and just yeah. be cool and stuff like that. We don't even have to make... I don't even want to make music with you. And I know I know what that's like. There's a couple people that I've played music with that I'm like, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to make music with you. Like, let's just hang out and be cool. Like, won't get into that, but, like, it's... I, I understand Sam Hagar. He's, like, the super nicest guy, so I had to go off on that. <laughs> so, but, yeah, that, that, that guy... Is one of those singers that I just really truly respect. But there, there's a bunch of singers that just have the talent and shit like that. And what's cool about him is that like he already had a successful career before, like Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. You know, just like hey, you know, David Lee Roth left. And they're like, who can, who can, you know, Sammy Hagar already had like a, a resume, couple, a good couple albums. Yeah. And like, okay, I'll be in it, and we'll have some fun. Yeah, and then what did he do after Van Halen kind of sidelined him a little bit? Let's be honest, we're not we're not lying here. He kept making music. All he cared about was music. So that's that's what you gotta do. Even with you know when you're with people who are don't want to work with you, 
you got to just keep doing you. Because <laughs> one of his super groups that he actually made is actually pretty uh, pretty badass that I like. It's called Chicken Foot. Chicken Foot. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty dope. Like all I don't the... think Joe Satriani is a uh, downgrade at all. Yeah. Like from Van Halen, Joe Satriani is, dude. I love that guy. I know, right? That it's just like, oh well. He has like techniques that are like, yeah. How the fuck do you do that? Are you are you even a human being? I think that whole genre of metal, though, kind of that whole era, kind of just reamped what the guitar can be done. Like him, Paul Gilbert, um. Uh, Steve Vai, Ingve Malsting, uh, any of the okay. There's this video I forgot what the fuck it's called, but Ronnie James Dio did this thing where he got a bunch of like uh, guitar players to come together and make one song. Fuck, I can't I remember. I have seen that. <laughs> I cannot remember what the fuck it's called. I'll have to show you it af- All right. after this. But yeah. but it's uh it is just so amazing because uh. It's an actual song where you see all the solos of different guitar players from Night Ranger, from Dawkin, from Dawkin, oh. all kinds of different bands. But there, there's like outtakes where you get to see each of their solos individually. And again, dude, I honestly feel the '80s is the era where it made guitar what it is like the shred guitar. Shred guitar became what yeah. it is because of the '80s. Even you know, it be it like glam or thrash glam i've said it. this i think i've said this before i don't really like that people give them names and labels like glam you know what that stands for yes you told me i don't believe it but yes no that that's just what people said I dave mustaine is an asshole and i don't give a fuck <laughs> but yeah you, dave. but it, it doesn't mean but it's just like they're just they're hard rock is what i call it hard yeah. fucking rock and you know even thrash, it's like people call thrash punk because they didn't know what the fuck call it. I, I even can say that about like new metal or metalcore, gent. It's that's how I feel now too about like the gent shit like that. I don't know what to call it. Don't, just don't call it anything. It's just it's, you know if it's good music and you like it, it's music. But then I sound like an old guy right now saying that you know heavy metal, hard rock. Well, even then, you shouldn't even categorize that as, as much. Well, <laughs> so then just good music yeah. or bad music. Pretty much. Good music or, or bad, bad noises. Music. You don't you don't want to call bad, you know, if, if you hate it, you don't want to call it music. So, but, Con- yeah. So Contraband said the what, e- what? equipment made a huge leap from the 70s to 80s to help it spread. So, I mean, that makes sense. The, the Some of the pedals probably, tone-wise... Uh, I used to have this Guitar World magazine that actually said uh, 10 guitar players that had horrible tone. Horrible tone. They're the best guitar players ever, but they had horrible tone. Mm. And one of them was Kurt Hammett. Makes sense. I, I like Kurt Hammett. I don't know. I, I... Too much wah. He doesn't know how to... They say he does a lot of scratching and like does... between solos. Like He'll start a solo, and then he just kind of does some scratching and until the next part of the solo just then the eq on the wall is horrible um another person is actually uh i know you probably won't agree with this but it is uh ron randy rhodes Mm. he had really bad tone to an ascent where his eq wasn't as level as it could have been or it could have been better but then again it was still the first adaptation of that guy like he was yeah. still developing his sound and what he was truly he was young. I mean, so 
No, uh, but that's those are just, just, just examples. Right. Yeah, and th those are just examples of like now there is a criteria of where tone should be, and it's it makes sense. Like if you listen to great bands, you kind of hear it. You're just like, oh, I get why Joe Satriani uses this at this level now compared to what he used to use it back mm -hmm. in the day, because technology and the way tone is 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 changed. But yeah, that's what they're trying to compare it to. Is like back then if they had the same tone now it wouldn't be optimal it, it'd be kind of like bad tone but that's what created pretty much classics and amazing guitar players i know right how do you like this stuff this stuff is pretty harsh sound like my dad <laughs> um I, it's flavorful is it? It, it, I mean, I'm not saying that it tastes good just because I say it's flavorful. I'm saying that it doesn't, it's not tasteless. I'm like way more of a like blue moon kind of guy or fucking. To me, that's tasteless. Tasteless. But like, that doesn't mean that this tastes good. It's just, it has the flavor, the hops, and it's like. You taste it. And it gets the job done. You totally taste it. That's for sure. And it has the Z symbol. New Mexico. Yep, I went to Zia Elementary. <laughs> really? Yes. This is the first time I'm ever going to do this during... I got to pee. <laughs> oh, really? I've seen people have to go pee, so I'm not the first one. Go to pee. Well, gonna, as, talk. You, as you can see, he has to go tinkle. Uh, everybody in the comment section, what is up, everybody? Uh, we're here hanging out. Contraband, thanks for joining and hanging out. Uh, the crappy equipment was part of charm for bands like Zeppelin. Yeah, and I heard too, uh, Zeppelin, not Zeppelin, Hendrix had some, like, stuff like that too. That's what made his tone and, like, sound come out so much better. But, I don't know, that's just certain aspects of that. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for joining. Got five viewers on right now. You guys are awesome. If you guys have any questions, uh, comments, or ideas you guys want us to talk about, want me to do, uh, let me know. This podcast is always growing and getting bigger and better. We're on episode 156 with my homie, Jeremy. Uh, we actually got the guitars out, too. We're going to play some guitars here in a bit. Uh, Jeremy's going to show us some riffs and melodies that he's been working on and stuff that he grew up into. And we'll probably just jam out to a few tracks, play a song or two. I don't know. We'll find out. But yeah, and he's back. Yeah, pee break is over. Tinkled. I don't know, man. It's so great. Best moment of my life. Oh, oh, my mask. Is that your mask? Yes, it is. You're one of those people who just use a cloth. You don't use an actual. No, it's it's actually a legit mask that you. That's not a legit mask, dude. Well, I get to go inside places. So... I get to go into stores with that. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy, though. How do you feel about the COVID thing? still on this they make us they make us wear it's masks like, it's been like nine months they make us wear masks all the time or what if a vaccination just, comes just out wear a fucking mask that's what, just what if a vaccination comes out are you gonna get it is it gonna cost a lot of money no what if they give it to you for free well i'm i got i'm insured well then yeah i'm gonna fucking do it <laughs> you, you'll do it this is these are um, no there's people that are freaking out though that it might you know actually do some harm or do you do you believe that vaccinations might actually harm people like you know maybe make them well if the fucking doctor administrating it was like oh fuck this is just a, 
used up heroin needle. Oh, shit, man. I need my to bad. use it now. Shit, dog, my bad. Um, anything could be dangerous. But most of the time, it's, it's pretty safe. If you're smart. So, I mean, I, I think it's a good idea. If they, they do do a vaccination, I'll do it. <laughs> if I can get it for free. Do it, get it in Jeremy, everybody. I want a vaccination, too. I'm pretty sure with the line of work that I do, they're probably going to make me get a vaccination. Yeah. Because I work in a nursing home with a bunch of old people in the medical facility. Okay. So I'm pretty sure they're just going to be like, hey, everyone gets everyone that works here has to get the vaccination. And if you don't want it, then you're going to have to find a new job. But let me just remind you guys that all the problems aren't going to go away once it's 2021. I feel like I have to remind that. I think people are like, oh, it's 2020. That's the reason why things are bugging. It's It's been a weird year. Not- how, how do you think the, the New Year's thing's going to go down? Think they're going to have a Times Square thing and think people are going to be w- w- out waiting for the ball to drop and shit like that? I guess I don't know. <laughs> We don't know anything right now until it happens. I was kind of skeptical to think of it about it. I mean, maybe they will, but if that's not smart, I mean, it's I'm, I am I have been taking it seriously. You know, well, I mean, I think I'll be honest. The first couple months, I was like, oh, this will pass over, but then you start freaking out. You're like, this maybe maybe we should, yeah, just wear masks, just wear them, just fucking wear them. Just and, do it, yeah. And the good thing about me is that I've always been kind of a germaphobe, kind of wiping things down all the fucking time. So when everyone's like, I have to, I have to clean things, and I was like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. You should be doing that all the fucking time. Yeah. Are you going to probably be, here's my question, are you going to be wearing a mask a year or two from now? Uh, if there's a vaccine, if there's a vaccine, no. Um, well, if there's a vaccine, I think that, I think you should. Okay, so if there's a vaccine, I get vaccinated, that means I won't get sick from the coronavirus anymore, right? Uh, no, that doesn't mean you won't get sick from anything. That just means that, oh, we're gonna inject you with poison and it might help. Uh, it might help, yeah, it might help. And I'm saying that, like, there's also other viruses that might, you know. But why, but why are we worrying about them now, is my you question. You should be ahead of your time. Okay, but that that's the thing, though, is, like, if these viruses do end up bringing a problem or there is some sense that I have these viruses, then I feel I should wear a mask. But, or stay home, either of those two. But if I'm, like, again, super normal throughout the day, no problems, I shouldn't be regulated to wear a mask, especially if I have the vaccine for these sicknesses. But, again... There are some people that aren't like us that aren't going to be like, oh, I'm sick. I should stay home. Or if I'm going to go out, I should wear a mask right away. I think I just kind of came to the conclusion that like, yeah, even when the pandemic's over, I'm still going to wear masks. It's just, it is what it is. But Just like every day, like even just to go out? Yes. Interesting. No, I mean, I'm being honest. It's, and it's, it's not... It's logical, you know, we're, we're documented. This is December 10th, 2020, and if I'm still wearing masks a couple of years from now, if someone tells me to take off a mask, I feel like I have the right to be like, fuck you, fuck you, you know what I mean? Yeah, but do you have the right to feel like you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to? Well, yeah, 
Okay, that's all. That's the only question yeah, I was asking. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I might do that. Yeah, because you you because it's, it's, you feel safer. You feel more protected. And I feel like now it's become the normal, and it's it's like. You know, like, how, how it was the first couple months. I don't know if you've, like, walked out of your house and you forgot your mask. And you're like, fuck, shit, you know? I gotta go back, yeah. But then, like, once you're attached, once it's, like, fucking, you know, like, how does Garth explain it on Wayne's World about underwear? It's like putting on a new pair of underwear. Yeah, first it's constrictive, but after a while it becomes a part of you. Like, that's what it should be like with the masks, I, I feel like. It, it's funny, because even, like, a couple years ago, I, you've been to Comic-Con a few times. I, I've saw the footage, obviously. But um, I, I like to wear, I, I wear latex masks and stuff. But even when I wore latex masks, I would wear those kind of masks. I, I did wear those, just because it was easier to breathe. Okay. But, like, I was already used to it, so... I'm probably gonna wear masks for a couple years. That's okay. just that's. I I think you should stay ahead of your time. All you viewing right now should take a cue. You heard just, it here from Jeremy, guys. Just fucking, just you know, not, not just not just wearing a mask, like you know. And people might even like. I'm I'm looking at you like this now, but well, yeah, yeah. That again, that's on your sense. If you feel safer. Wearing a mask, it's all dude, about safety. Go, dude, wear a mask. But you don't, you okay? Again, in like, say, the vaccination comes out and people are getting vaccinated, and I go to the store and there are people that are wearing masks and people that aren't wearing masks. There shouldn't be a conflict going no on. No conflict. Yeah, there shouldn't be, and that's the thing. Especially I, if you're wearing a mask. If you're wearing a mask, you, you shouldn't worry about people that aren't because you're wearing one. Yeah. Unless this. Unless this comment I just made isn't going to age well in yeah, a couple unless, years. Like, oh, uh, you're fucking wrong, Jeremy. Remember that one time in December 2020? That you said masks are going to help people that don't wear masks? Oh, I mean, if you're wearing... I'm saying if you wear a mask... It's going to help either the input or output, no matter what. I'm not bothered by them anymore. Uh, I think it was just more like a struggle, like reminding yourself, like, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta wear them. I got to leave it. Yeah, well, I've heard the same analogy through like seatbelts. I mean, people do it now just out of just do it. Back in the day, there it was a struggle. Who knows? Maybe like masks, it'll be a law. Like seatbelts. Are you gonna do that to me? You're gonna are you gonna try to push that? Are you gonna be that kind of liberal? Oh my! Don't give me that liberal <laughs> shit. I'm just being logical. He's gonna pull that liberal stuff. Anyways, Jeremy, logical. let's let's fucking play some guitar. Uh, bust it out and show us what you brought. Show us what you wanted to show us today. All right, all right, asshole. Um. <laughs> I'll get some other stuff queued up for us later, but yeah. Now I'm gonna have to. Let me let me drop. Yeah, we're gonna down. we're we're gonna hear some some. Some knowledge-based stuff from Jeremy. What are you dropping it down to? Uh, C sharp or D flat. So like a whole step, a whole step and a half, something like that? Half, half, well, it's whole and a half okay. on the top string, but like on the other strings, it's just half. Okay. Yeah. Anyone like Alice in Chains, you know, Lincoln Park, 
later system of him. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? We're gonna go over some riffs and stuff. Oh, uh, you gotta turn up the volume on the amp. That might actually help a little bit. No. Jesus, remember, watch out for the back, too, because it might unplug. It happened already. Fucking A. Technical difficulties here in the Muse Me TV studio. Technically, this is a closet, but nobody needs to know that, because we're going to come out of it soon. Be back off. Did you get it? The volume. There it is. Wow, I'm on the spot right now. This is cool. This is cool. Let me get a little. Oh, I'm gonna help a little. Just get some. Uh, Cheers to Jeremy. His guitar are, are playing. Are you empty? No, I'm halfway quarter there. Oh you can give me the next one. I'll, I'll slam this one. You will have to. Because I got this for you. Oh my God. And there's there goes that. There went that, everybody. Towel, towel, towel. Welcome to the Abuse Me podcast, everybody. This is embarrassing. Can you edit that out? No, that's not how this works. Oh, fuck you. Damn it! It's alright, just leave it. Alright, we're fine. Start playing. So, this isn't going to be VH1 storytellers or anything like that. I just have a little something I'm going to tell you. What I'm going to show you right now are a couple exercises that I came up with that sort of just turned into their own. So, all right. <laughs> I don't think anybody saw that. Everybody but, um, saw it. You, you know how, like, gent and new metal riffs are like... It's like, play more fucking notes, right? Yeah. This one has ten notes in it. Very quick. And it goes like... That's just a... It was a simple exercise that I'm like, you know what? That That's fucking dope, actually. I like that. And then there's this exercise. It was an exercise... enough actually if you ask me but you know when you play it fast and then there's uh, a lot of riffs uh, were just like <laughs> so I kind of just Just the simple exercises that I came up with based on just simple shit. 
Okay. Uh, is there any exercises that you done or or have done that you got from another musician? Like, say, like a, somebody famous. Like, there's some exercises that I've gotten from Matt Heffy. There's some exercises I've gotten from Paul. Uh, from Paul. Uh, I, I I feel like I I know you probably saw. Uh, oh, you brought him up, Randy Rhodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Diary of a Madman. Diary of a Madman. It's um. To him, it was technically a, a. That was an exercise, and actually, Diary of Madman, uh, to him was a very rushed album. Okay. He felt like he was rushed during that, but then it ended up becoming iconic. A fucking legend, and you know, so. I'm gonna be doing a lot of that. So. But yeah, that's one of those songs too that. So you learned that technically because it helped you with your exercises. Is yeah, it, it's an uh, exercise kind of. Sixteen. I I don't know why I have to. I feel the need to like say the age, but it's. I think that's what. Yeah, I was sixteen. I learned it when I was sixteen, and then I taught myself it, and it was like. I was pumped. I was like, "This is a fucking epic riff," you know, like it's it's a melody and like. It's awesome. It yeah, because it's based off of kind of like his classical background and stuff. Because he too. was playing since he was four. Yeah. His mom's a music teacher. I don't know if she's still alive. Okay, that's not a dumb question. Oh, that was I. I. I it was a statement. I don't know if she's still alive. I'm not too sure if she's alive either. But she. But exercises, um... Yeah, she died. She was 95. When was that? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says Randy Rhodes' mom. She was dead. She was 95. Oh. Uh, Thank you. I'm looking. Jesus. No, not you. Not you. Uh, it's about you. 2015. 95? Oh, wow. So she was born in 1920. Well, she had a music school. She was the shit, and she kept going after her son was uh, killed in that freak accident. <laughs> There's some dope pictures of her with the uh, with the epic. She hot? No, but <laughs> oh, she she's actually holding the iconic flying V. That's actually really cool. Is there any? Uh, do you know any other uh, Randy Rhodes riffs? Not right now. <laughs> you don't don't remember any. I'm actually like I need to really listen to a lot of the Crazy Train at least. Well, but that's like in not in the right tuning. But if if you're in uh you can still play the song. Yeah. That's actually one of the songs that I you know what now you're jotting. You're welcome. It. Anyways.
sounds like shit. There's no true distortion in it. played it in years, okay? Close enough. You know what? I'm being real right now. But it does have a good chord progression, so it's it's one of those Here's songs. Here's the thing you gotta understand. There was like a good three or four years where I didn't play uh, covers or guitar riffs yeah. from bands. I was coming up with oh, okay. Well, I'm still... Well, okay, show us some more of some stuff that you worked on yourself. So, there's this girl that, like, really hurt my feelings. No, no, so, um, I came up with it when I was 16, 17. Got Jeremy in the studio, yeah. That has such a cool new metal vibe. I'm just saying that's how I feel in that song, but it's dope. I like how it sounds. Salute to the museums. Yeah, and it kind of just loops and stuff. But I was sixteen, you know. And does that does that have a song? You liked it? You like it? Yeah, like how, again. I I honestly think it does have like a cool new metal sound. I don't know if you I would... was I was really brought up on the new metal, like that kind of genre and shit. No, I liked Slipknot. And, I mean love love not liked love slipknot did you like limbiscuit we talked about this. i don't care if we talked about it that's why i'm asking you again well yeah i, I love a, I, uh, the band is fantastic you know i don't really disrespect fred he's just a douchebag that started a riot whatever but no like the the it happened band members are fantastic musicians and they're talented and i love them so yeah and I even remember when I was a kid, my dad, I think, was like, hey, you like it was Nookie. Oh, yeah. Right. The, Nookie, the, yeah, the video right. was insane. And I was like five or six, and I was like. Something <laughs> like that, yeah. I don't even remember. I always fuck around, too, with that riff from uh, Break Stuff. That riff is so cool. Yeah. Just one of those days. 
that that's so genius and i love all the cameos they got for that video do you remember that oh, video? oh yeah kid rock and Eminem. everybody's in it dude <laughs> everybody that mattered at that time dude was in it that's so crazy but yet again he got so much flack for being a riot insinuator i know dude, that's it's, it's so fucked up because like i even said it we can re Review it later, not now. But. Thomas Tyler, that's what's up. Yeah, hot dog flavored water and the chocolate starfish. I think he just kind of caught, got caught up in the moment of like, imagine like being at your biggest show ever, ever, ever. Yeah, it's not his fault. You're just again, it wasn't his fault. Again, if you if we talked about it on the other podcast, whatever, but it wasn't his fault. Like I've sang in front of people, and I understand like the energy that people give you. Just go into just, it, you know, and it's like, um. What was that? I just played that when I was like sixteen again. So what's some what's some other stuff you want to show us? Um, uh, let me just drink real quick. Um, um he's uh, an alcoholic, guys. No, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I just like to get really fucking shit faced all the time. Okay. Before he plays, that tells you a little no. bit about his musicianship. No. You're like Dave Mustaine. Right, you're you're like early Dave Mustaine. Hey guys, I'm super wasted. Let's go blast y'all. Um, Fuck you. I think we have to leave you outside of the bus, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know that story, right? Dave Mis- and Metallica? Yeah. And all that the shit. way they left him, though, that's so brutal. Oh, man. They're literally like, bro, we got the, we got the, we got the contract. We're going to go record. Bye. Just a very quick little summary. It's not going to be like an hour and a half long. Um, I was in a talent show. I went to Moriarty High School. Gross. Built... Yeah, okay. Fucking <laughs> Shut... I'm going to say someone's name, Cody Ellis. Whoa, I'm name send... dropping. I'm sending you this video. You're going to hear this. <laughs> Don't be an asswipe. Um, no, uh, we did. Uh, he, he wrote a song, and he played the guitar riff, and I did. I added something to it. And okay. uh, they built a little auditorium next to the it took them like a year and a half because it's Moriarty and they're fucking slow yeah no budget little little bit of money but we played and I thought the song was awesome I I, I thought that his lyrics were pretty cool and we got to play so this uh he he called the song ready and waiting did you unplug it again I think he unplugged it again did I do you're so close to it. It's a bad spot for it, though, unfortunately. Sorry about Too that. Too close. It was all live, just so you know. Yeah, see, that's how you know this is a great podcast. A great, so again, great broadcast. This was uh, written by Cody and this guy Morgan. I'm going to send you that video, too, Morgan. Morgan. The lyrics were, uh, yeah, so it goes like... Josh, what's up? <laughs> So that riff is is kind of looped. So I came up with this. Uh, Here, let me try to learn it. I'll try to learn it right away. Really, this is hot. Uh, that doesn't seem too difficult. Well, I mean, those are the best songs, you know. All right, where are we at? Let's see. Where, oh no, we're start fine. on. Uh, wait, you're in. Uh, you're not in half stone. Right? 
Oh, you are, you bastard. I'm not. I'm a, I actually have to go down a fret. I'm on four. You're on five. Uh, just keep playing the riff. Just keep playing it. playing that just keep playing that That's it. I like how that sounds though. That no, no, he was very talented and was. Uh, is. 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 I haven't seen. Sorry, him he hasn't passed away yet. Oh fuck you! But um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll send him this, and I'll be like, yeah. He knows that uh, I'm doing this right now. So dope. Hell yeah. I haven't seen him in like a long time. Thomas so. Tyler says hell yeah with the metal fist. Thank mm. you. So what's some other riffs that you've been working on? like in a few years ago. We'll just jump in and into it.
kind of a loop riff, but uh, I like those pull offs in there though. Sounds pretty cool. Really? Dun, 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 I like dun, I, I like, dun, dun, like dun, that. Dun, dun, um, and it's funny because like it's cool when like you come up with a riff and that's your own, and then people the comparing is is okay afterward. And the, it, you, you hear people like, no, that, that sounded like System Run or Trivium, you know, like, I kind of like that a lot when, you know, I wasn't trying to be like, I want to make something that sounds like them. That yeah. I was, I was actually just kind of fucking around. Riffing, it, you know, yeah. You got to do that. That's how it kind of starts, just fucking around. But when someone says like, that sounded a little, I heard some, that, that was some System of a Down stuff. And then you hear the... That, that, that's kind of trivium yeah. stuff. You hear it. I know you fucking know trivium. But... Yeah, but it, uh, besides all that, the riffage and the way it sounds is cool. Like it Thank doesn't. You. It doesn't have to be like, oh, it sounds like trivium. Oh, it sounds yeah, like yeah. system of a down. But that's just the what I heard. Yeah. And I'm beforehand. Just like, yeah. That's awesome because I was originally just kind of fucking playing it, and that that's awesome that people can say it. Uh, I'm gonna show you something that I came up with. I have to give you like these little fucking <laughs> You have to move that cord right over There you go uh, On your headphones 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 Yeah It was just hitting Oh okay okay yeah. okay something else i like that bend that you do in there really the whole that's pretty cool that's cool oh yeah and don't get all cocky bro oh, you no, still don't I... practice as much as you should just because you get a little bit of a little bit of that sounds cool though it sounds dope oh you you just admitted it that you don't you know i i oh i get it i'm just kidding. Anyways, um, while you're at it, take a drink, man. Take a drink. I'll show you some cool stuff. Um, that you came up with? Yeah. Cool. This is one thing that I've always loved is called this, uh, 
I guess you can say it's a an added ninth chord because I'm I'm a really big music nut, so I'm always trying to figure out what I'm playing. So if you follow the note patterns in the dots. Oh yeah, okay. That's technically right there, just an added ninth. And I've always wanted to make it sound like a like South of Heaven kind of style, where it's just like. And then the other person plays the next riff while this note is just ringing. Oh, I see. Okay. So when I first came up with that riff, that riff was actually supposed to be the title song of my band. Because if you remember what my band name is, it's supposed to be Cause This To Become. Okay. And we're I remember to... forgetting that you told me that. Yeah. And we're supposed to make that into the title song. And so, it, again, when I first learned that, that's actually the riffage from fucking Every Breath You Take. So... Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I remember I came up with some, like... And like I came you, up with some like weird owl lyrics to that fucking rip, like every purse you take, every every moan you fake, every cramp you ache, every something I'll be stalking you. Like it was like a it was something I came up with a long time ago. That's pretty dope. Don't fucking steal it. But that's what's crazy though, is that that song has already been remixed. Remember when uh, Biggie and oh, uh, P. Diddy did we it? We don't talk about that. But that's not a bad <laughs> remix. That's no, no, bad. it's not. I'm just talking shit. Yeah, but still, that's one of those bad boys. But again, I've always loved the aspect of having those chords out. So like those big stretched out chords. And those I, are, yeah, and actually that isn't very complicated. And I do... Rem- not complicated, but it's, it's more like you gotta... And then that's why I love doing the bass notes of that too, because you could just like every breath you take, every move you make, every night you break, every time you take, I'll be watching you. That's the beauty of that. That's so sick. Are you familiar with um, Leapfrog Studios? I'm not actually. That sounds like that that little gamepad thing. Remember that little kid thing where it's like a leapfrog. Oh, leapfrog, yeah. But this guy does uh, what he does. I mean, he's got a whole channel. Uh, he remakes. He makes metal versions of the most ridiculous songs imaginable. Like, well, I don't think he's done that song. But other songs like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fucking WAP. It's oh, okay. Like the, the most recently one, but like uh, uh, 
jump around by House of Pain. Okay. He just makes like fucking metal songs. And he's Australian. And he plays. I just spit. I just saw like fucking particles. He plays like like four or five different instruments. So he he edits it and he's fucking genius. That's dope. And that's always that's always the stickiest when you start making all the music yourself. Because yeah. I, I kind of see why you got the drum set and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you, I, I love on that post where you're just like, I got a keyboard, I got a mic, a drum set, and guitar. And do you have a bass? I do have a bass. I have it all now. I could do a whole bio. <laughs> but that's the point. That's the point. That is kind of you the see point. in my room, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I have it all because I know that I can make what? the music. You've seen. I, mean, I know. I've already. Like, I've joked around. I was like, "Your favorite guy, man, Stevie T." I know. Your right. favorite mm. fucking guy ever. Uh, but he does a whole sketch about like why being in a band sucks, and he's playing every member. Okay, that and makes sense. Though. It, it it doesn't make sense because I've because even in a band, like I've played with a band, and there's been those discrepancies and those kind of like stuff that's like oh why don't you want to play this song or oh why are we not practicing tonight or oh why is this not dude i lived with the band i lived with them and we literally had the opportunity to practice every night but it, it, it didn't happen because oh i'm too tired oh i can't do it or i don't feel like Sounds doing like it. a fucking drag see but that that's where it sucks where you know that you have the determination to do something but everyone around you doesn't have the 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 the, the the, the mm-hmm. mindset to do it. So you kind of have to do it yourself. It's kind of hard to imagine, though. Okay. I know uh, I've already done this before. Do a little advertisement right now. I'm going to pee. He's going to go take a, a little piss right now. While we're doing that, we're going to just play some riffage. Do Gl- it. Do it, man. What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining Muse Me TV. Make sure to follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Just random interviews with my homies and friends and people that I meet on the street. Uh, this is a sweet pick, and this is Canon Indie. That was Canon Indie. What's up, Jeremy? Welcome back. Hey, long time of see. Right? Taking like pee breaks. Two pee breaks in one. You know what? That's two uh, more pee breaks than I ever did take. And the other... I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Anyways, let's go. Uh, can you go to some standard tuning? Um, We're just going to play some riffage off of each other. I, I wanted to play a couple more. Play more. Play more, well, man. My, my shit. Show so, me what you got, man. Show me what you got. Okay. Let me just get... Don't worry, I'm not spilling it. This time. Oh, fuck you. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for joining again. You guys are awesome. Thanks for joining. You guys are sick.
All right, we got Jeremy in the studio, and he's just showing us some stuff that he's gone over, some stuff that he's worked on, some different practice regimens, just random stuff. What else you got for us, Jeremy? right there is the one that i was telling you earlier you can I, look it up i love how Jeremy. that sounded like uh like fucking the last part actually shouldn't have been like heavy and yeah but it sounds like like food fighters or something it has that kind of vibe to it i like how that sounded Or even like some Smashing Pumpkins kind of style. That's what it sounds like. But those chords in the beginning kind of give it the the beginning ring that you can tell. Right there. Breaking Benjamin style, stuff like that. Good band, though. the emo depressing jeremy's emo ass depressing riff that but I, that was the riff that i came up with and i was like so fucking happy about life and everything so i like how it sounds though that's good I, 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 thank you thank you so much um but yeah i mean it was it, it, it was it was good and I, I felt really creative and i liked it nice so i remember when i came up with well it, it wasn't really like a riff like that but it was kind of like in the aspect of that, where it was, where it's like.
And that's you, right? That's her. Hell yeah, dude. I've never really known what to do with that though, but I, I have that idea always, just that riffage that's going on in the background and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's, it's an idea, like kind of like you, you know, you always have these ideas and these riffs yeah. that you come up with and stuff. It's one of those that and, I've been And they just kind of like, they're there forever. <laughs> like you can't just like, um, Maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll tune it back to, to synchronize with you, but I got to show you one more mm -hmm. and... Again, when I was doing the depressing, Jeremy's depressing ass emo rip, I wasn't depressed. Uh, I came up with this, and it sounds. Fuck it. Show us what you got. to like a harmonic. It was a, it was a very simple riff. And again, is uh, that is that one uh is that one of the to uh t tuning that you prefer is that drop D tuning? I mean, you kind of prefer you, it a little you've bit. You've seen a bunch of concerts like when you're watching a band in concert, they they will play whatever the fuck they're playing. Yeah. And so it, even if like like some of it down, perfect example, they'll play even. That's one thing I've really I loved about Trivium. About... Trivium? Oh, yeah. Oh, so many of their perfect. albums are in so many different tunings. Like, mm -hmm. it, it really expands your playing. Because Ember Turferno is... Drop D. Well, Drop D and E. Uh, not Drop E. It's not Drop E. It, it's standard. They they know how to, like, fucking play standard and still keep it metal. But there are a couple songs. Yeah. yeah. Deceived. Pillar. Zerbrands. Like, yeah. There pillars. are some... Pillars. Fucking, dude. That's the fucking metalest song ever, ever. But uh, no, I know I know what you're talking about. But they they know, and even if they're if they're like, oh, we don't have time to retune between each fucking song, they still work with it. So it's I can still work with these. Dope. What I have. Yeah. Well, okay. So for this last segment, before we end up uh, changing this out, uh, we're just gonna jam to a drum track. Give you can a... you can stay in the same tuning you are because we're just gonna go off of each other. So you'll play a couple minutes, I'll play a couple, you'll play a couple, you'll play a couple, and it's just listening to a drum beat. What what tuning are you in? I'm in standard. Oh, you don't me. have to though. You really don't. I swear. I swear. Watch, you'll see. Let me do it. You'll oh, see. Let me have to. Yeah, but I think you'll be better in what tuning you are with the music that we're about to play. Exactly. All right. This isn't all I got, though. We Maybe we should we we can save a couple reps for next time here. I'm giving you guys a taste. So here we go. Watch. 
Hey there, it's Ryan Reynolds. No, it's not Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. All right, so uh, this is just the example. You could probably, I think yours could probably be turned up just a little bit more.
And that's heavy metal, guys. And that's how heavy metal is made. Jeremy, do you have any plugs or anywhere you want them to find you? Do you want them to find you on the social media sites? No, uh, I mean, let me just look. Yeah. All right. Oh, let me wing it. Oh, you know what? Let me just show you my shirt. He's like, I don't remember. <laughs> he doesn't remember his social media. Shit! No, 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 no. So, can, can they hear me? Yeah, they should be able to hear now. you. Now, right, duh, Jeremy, Unchained. Hold on, let me just. That's what happens when you try to get it to play the whole thing. Shut up. Jeremy Unchained You know like that movie that came out one time Go check them out guys The Jeremy Unchained The Jeremy You know what The and and An old movie Is there anything We'll get you back on dude We need to get you back on We'll always have something to talk about Metal music wise Thank you guys for joining Muse Me TV. You guys know what to do. Like, subscribe, hit that like button. Just Google Muse Me TV. I swear to God, you'll find me. We got some more episodes coming up soon. So make sure to tune in for those. All right. Peace out. I will see you guys soon. It didn't even hit. It didn't hit. Sorry. I got to I gotta redo it. Thank you guys for joining. You guys are awesome. Peace. The bad. Oh.